0: this episode of the podcast is brought to you by from within records burning strong they have a new split out with a band called qualifier they have three new songs on that split so if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet please go boot up your spotify your apple music your title and go check out those three awesome new tracks from burning strong and if you head over to the from within records big cartel There are tapes for the split and also seven inches for the split. So do yourself a favor and go support them by picking up a copy while supplies last. Also, there's uh, more news releasing leading up to FYA uh, year of the knife. They're doing a run with shackled and despise and cruelty starting January 5th and leading up to FYA and some dates after the Fest. So it's really awesome to see these runs getting announced. Uh, If you remember, there's the restraining order, Spy, uh, I think it's Warren as well, uh, doing a rundown FYA. So it's just uh, cool to see uh, more news popping up about the Fest. But please, if you're not following From Within Records on social media, go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, and click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support from within records because they support us on today's episode. We had to track down our good friend, Josh, he plays in a band called steadfast, but also used to play in a band called point of contact. And it was just uh really important for me to reach out to Josh, to speak about steadfast. Cause I'm obviously I'm a huge point of contact fan. You can see the hoodie hanging up behind me. It's uh, been there for a while, but when I uh, heard the news that, uh, he started a new band. I uh, checked it out and I was super into the music. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, not super familiar with Josh, but I want to reach out, uh, build that relationship and hear about uh, steadfast. But also he plays in two other awesome bands. Uh, if you're a fan of emo, like I am, he plays in a newer band called the arrival note. Uh, go check them out. They're on a, uh, they're on a playlist or a comp with uh, Sunday drive records. You can find that on their band camp. And also he plays in another, uh, metalcore band, and uh, it's, it's real metalcore. Uh, it's a band called Contention. Super awesome band. Uh, you should definitely check out everything that he's doing right now because it's just super awesome. But it was a pleasure for me to be able to sit down and talk to Josh, who is really fun uh, to talk to. We, we get into some uh, awesome things that I didn't even think we would talk about, but it was fun for me. So I hope it's fun for all of you. So strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Josh Howell to the show. All right and we're live welcome to the podcast josh how's it going
1: it's going great man how's it going with yourself
0: uh, it's going great i'm happy to have you on the podcast because i'm thinking like way back when i had on uh garrett and jose from point of contact and yes, yeah and I, I just you know i haven't been able to you know have a chance to you know get to know the other guys in the band cuz i'm a huge fan of the band so to be able to I'm um, having you on, you know, years later to talk about um you know the other <laughs> stuff you're doing. I I'm I'm pretty stoked on it. So thank you.
1: Well thank you, man. I I really appreciate that. Um well yeah, so uh, I hate to break it down to you, but it's pretty common like knowledge. Also, I like your hoodie in <laughs> the back. I said to see that you got the hoodie. I love that. Uh yeah, point of contact is kind of over, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that is kind of the end of that and then most of the guys in point of contact uh except for matt who plays bass and jose who sings we uh went on to start steadfast recently and that's kind of how that band got started but yeah no i've been listening to the podcast for a little bit um i've been listening since you had you know jose and garrett on Mm -hmm. I was like oh obviously i want to hear what these dudes have have to say you know and i listened to the one with lennon forever ago Okay. So, yeah. So, thank you. Here we, are, here we are now. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: And I and I, I don't want to kind of gloss over uh, point of contact. And uh, just for reference, this hoodie's been up here for like a number of episodes. It's not it's not up there today just because you're on the podcast. Like, it, it's, it's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's been there for a minute. I, I gotta. Uh, you know show you guys love uh constantly and just like try not to let people forget and it, it is a bummer right because obviously like i've heard through the word or uh, the woodwork that uh, you know things are kind of wrapping up for the band which uh yeah. which you know it, it happens right it, it, it's a bummer to hear but it happens to every band at some point but i'm just happy yeah. that um uh for, for for me uh you know point of contact was my first like you know introduction to florida hardcore proper cuz i i you know as long as i've been into hardcore my first florida hardcore show was the commitment record release show so i'm wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great night. So, um, yeah, great so, show. Dude, cra- show. yeah, crazy show, crazy lineup. So, um, you guys will always like, you know, uh, have a special place in my heart. I could like love the music, but just, uh, just for uh, things lined up and to be able to uh, have that be my first Florida hardcore show, it, it was something special and something I'll never forget.
1: That's what's up, man. I really appreciate that. That show was just so, uh, you know, there was a lot of nonsense that we had to deal with leading up to that show like we had not really played those songs yet so we were just like oh we don't really know how people are gonna feel about you know commitment because we only had the demo out and like two promo songs at that point Mm -hmm. so we were like and you know we 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 put out the record and we were just like oh you know do people really like this because you know i feel like some records like i've i've seen it it's you know it's a case of old bands though they put out a record and it's on the timelines of Instagram or like on Twitter for like a week and then it disappears, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, it's almost like it never happened. So I was thinking to myself, I mean, I wouldn't say that happened with commitment, but we were kind of like, all right, well, we put out the record. People, we thought, you know, people were sharing it, people liked it. So we are just like, we'll see how this record release show goes and to see if people actually like really like this shit or not. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it was awesome. It was at a venue that we hadn't really, played like no really tampa hardcore bands had like played at least for like five years so Mm -hmm. we were also like there was just there was a lot of nonsense going on like putting that show together but it was dude it really came together really well every band was just fucking awesome it was like one of my favorite seat of pain sets to my recent like memory it was just it was just good vibes man that was a great if that was like your first florida show then i bet you were like oh this is great i love this scene
0: yeah, no, um, and people were telling me, too, that it was uh, like a great opportunity because obviously a lot of people travel down to F.Y.A. And it's always hard to kind of gauge the local scene when you're at a fest, right, because so many people come from all yeah. over. So the fact that I got to catch like a bunch of Florida bands on the bill. I'm also magnitude was there too, but, I'm but just to kind of get, get it, um, in in that sense, um, it was like a good, you know, look. So, so to be able to experience that without, um, you know, the, the hype of a fest being in town, the fact that it was like, like a a legit, like, you know, Florida show, it it was uh, cool for me to, to be able to, um, experience that.
1: I do. I do agree with that. I think it's really like, you know, are really cool. I love, you know, Fya fest, they do it, you know, in our backyard every Mm -hmm. year. So it's, uh, and i went every year up until this point you know so it's uh best are really cool but you know like you said it's really hard to like gauge how a local scene is based off of that because you know it's just i feel like it's a different ball game you know mm-hmm. but even so our fya set that later that because i think the release yeah the release show was before fya mm-hmm. so our set at FYA was pretty crazy if i remember correctly and i was like whoa people really fuck with this so that was That was really cool to see, man. It was, uh, I know the band meant a lot to a lot of people. And I mean, hey, it meant like a lot to me and the rest of the guys too. You know, it is, uh, you know, we just got to a point where we were like, uh, we didn't, we couldn't really do what we wanted to do with the band as far as like, like we never played California, which kind of sucks. We never played Texas. We never really went out. We played like some Midwest cities, but we didn't really like, we had a whole like, west middle of middle of the country like tour booked Mm -hmm. and then quarantine happened yeah and that kind of like derailed all that and by the time like you know two years later shows are coming back you know some of us in the band like they have big boy jobs and they're just like yo like i can't tour anymore and that's just like or you know we can't really find a way to make it out to do shows like that for this band at least and that's kind of like what happened with that you know There not like some crazy like oh like we all hate each other now like it's none of that it was Mm -hmm. just you know the you know some of the members couldn't really swing kind of shows like that anymore and then we just kind of got to a point where like man should we really keep doing this anymore like you know so
0: yeah and I was really looking forward to that uh, that tour that you guys had lined up because even though there were, there, there were no California dates, which I was I'm bummed about because you guys were coming so close, right? You guys closest yeah. to me was going to be the Las Vegas date, so I was like, if I have to drive to Las Vegas to see uh, Point of Contact, like uh, you know, on this side of the country, I'll do it, like no problem, like I, I plan to do it. But then obviously, you know, it, it didn't, you know, come to fruition because of the pandemic. But yeah, that, that definitely was a, a, a bummer.
1: Yeah, dude, the pandemic freaking cocked us, dude. It sucks. But it is
0: what it is, you know. Okay, just a couple more things. I want to turn this into the, uh, you know. Uh, Lay it on me, man. Uh, so in the time that the pandemic happened, uh, um, you know, I-, I know there was the song on the Once in Unity comp, but yes. w- were there ever any, uh, you know, uh, thought to maybe, hey, we did this song. We don't want this to be it. There could be an EP or another record on the way. Or did that ever uh, come to your guys' mind? Or did it even start?
1: um basically we wrote we wrote like more songs and we went to record them and so we wrote trust when I say we it was more so like Garrett and Matt uh they uh Matt plays bass Garrett plays, you met you know Garrett mm-hmm. uh they kind of wrote that song and they brought it we're like oh this is a cool song you know we'll use it we knew the comp was coming up and Carter asked us to do it like Oh, okay. You know, we can put this, comp you know, we can put this song on a comp. It'd be really cool. And it doesn't really because we were gonna start writing another LP, and we were writing another LP. And we were like, oh, this this single is cool. I don't think it would really fit on the rest of a, an LP, but on a compilation, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's how Trust came out. And that I wasn't really a part of that too much. But um, yeah, we all just started writing. I started writing more songs. Garrett started writing more songs. We had. I think we had three new songs that we went and recorded, and um, I'm not like I'm not gonna get too like deep into detail, but like essentially like there was just no way that we were ever going to get those songs finished in a fashion that we were like comfortable with putting them out, mm-hmm. and also like at this point, by the time the songs were finished recording and or like getting close to finished recording, and they just needed like vocals or whatever or like some extra guitar stuff we had played the three d deep record release show mm-hmm. and that was kind of like a test in our minds. We we're just like, okay, if we're still feeling this, we'll play the three deep record release show. We'll rock, rock it, And you know, if we're all feeling good about it, we'll keep the band going. And then we kind of played that. And I think we all were like kind of on the same page of like, yeah, man, we just, we can't force this anymore. So yes, they're to, Clear that up. Yes, there are like more recorded songs, but they'll, they'll never see the live day, you know, unfortunately. And I'm kind of okay with that, you know.
0: Okay. So the 3D Deep, you know, show happens. And you guys are like, all right, we, we can't force this. But then how does the set at that Magnitude show happen, uh, you know, a couple months ago uh, in, in Tampa?
1: The only reason why we did that is because Magnitude is uh, some very close friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And like, you know i have friends from out of state and you know i see them when i see them and that's cool but like magnitude like those guys like i we even like during like you know when shows aren't really happening like we would still go and hang out with those like because those guys are like very close and dear to our heart and mm-hmm. you know like the one like major tour we did was with them and you know those guys are going to be friends for the rest of our lives i feel like and uh they were like hey man like it'd be really cool if you guys played a couple songs and even then, we were like, I don't know about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if we should do this. It could be weird. And like, because the release show was just bad vibes on our end. Like, we were just, we we're just not in the right. We were just not in a good headspace as a band. Mm-hmm. But somehow, we all got on the same page, and we were just like, you know what? We'll just play a couple songs. We don't. We only played like three songs. It wasn't like a big ordeal. But you know, they were magnitude was asking. And it was like, you know what? We'll do it for them. You know. And that's kind of how
0: that happened. Yeah, you know, I I flew out to Pensacola, I think it was like the day after that show. And I'd gotten a wind uh, that you guys had did like a a couple songs. And I was like, man, I wish that they did that here tonight. Because I was like, the lineup in Pensacola was awesome. You know, I I flew out there because I'm like, you know, uh, friends with the the dudes in Burning Strong, uh, you know, super supportive of what what I've been doing. So I had to fly out for for them for that night. But when I heard about that, I was like, damn, I, I just missed another opportunity to see Point of Contact.
1: I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It was kind of on the fly because we mm-hmm. dropped that show and everything like it was super dramatic. We were yeah. like, we're not playing. We're not going to play this. Can't do that. And then so we got like convinced of it last minute. So, I mean, there's a couple of people had of something like, man, you really played a show huh, without telling us. And I'm just like, I don't know. It just happened, <laughs> you know, unfortunately.
0: OK, and last thing. So uh, uh- Band's pretty much done, but I've heard sure. uh, some rumblings of a final show. Is um, is that true? Is there anything in the works? Anything you can speak on?
1: Um, as far as like a last show, we might do one, we might not. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm in a like a couple other bands, mm-hmm. so if I'm being 100 percent honest with you, playing a last show for a band that's over with already is not really on the top of my list. Mm-hmm. But I know that, you know, again, people are like, oh man, this band like really meant a lot to us and it meant a lot to the rest of us too, but we're just, you know, it's not really something that's on the top of our mind right now, but I'm sure next, probably next, if we're going to do a last show, it'll be next year, you know, Mm -hmm. and it'll probably happen. So it'll probably happen as far as who or when, I, I don't really have any information on that, but it'll probably happen at some point, you know? Just, i, I uh, hope so I, I do like closure i do like closure you know for sure so
0: give everybody one clear last opportunity like hey this is yeah. this is going to be it like, this is really it yeah okay. this is really it no more pop-up shows we're going to wrap it up or yeah. we're, we're you know we're going to do the other things we have going on in our life um yeah. but uh yeah. if and when that happens i'll be there no matter what i don't care when Good. what time of year i'll be there
1: love that dude that would that would be awesome and i mean rest assured if you enjoyed yourself with the record release show, I'm sure if we did a last show, it would just be, just be just as cool, you know.
0: Hundred percent, yeah. And I, I've only so. seen you guys twice because I, I caught your FYA set uh cool. a, a, okay. a, a, the last FYA, and then I saw you with the um, the record release show. And in both times, it's just been like I, I feel lucky that I've been able to experience that live.
1: Yeah, those those were especially really, especially FYA this past year. Like that reaction, like i i never would have expected like our band like it's still i don't really believe this is gonna sound crazy Mm -hmm. i don't really believe that it mattered that much to people but i know that it did if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like you know we played FY, we did a couple tours and i was like oh you know people like this but you know i just like i i don't want to compare but i think of like other bands that are big right now i'm just like oh my god they have like Crazy reactions, you know. So in my mind, we had the one crazy reaction FY, and I was like, "Oh, I think people like this, you know." But it's real. I can never really gauge, you know, if people were really about it. So I don't. Know.
0: I think they were. Go back and watch that video that um, what's his name, uh, Cameron Nunez filmed. I think it speaks yeah. for itself. Um, okay, so uh, I, w- I want to talk about this. Uh, th- this I-, I think it's a newer band. That you're in, uh, the Arrival Note. Can you talk about? Oh, OK. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll start there because I, 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 you know, one day I'm on Instagram and I'm seeing, uh, you know, a, a bunch of people from your area, our, our mutual friends reposting um, sure. this uh you know uh band camp page from uh, sunday drive records uh out of sure. texas and i'm like oh, what is this and like I, I just assumed anybody that posted it was in the band because i'd never heard anything about it so i was like all right like let me tap in and check this out because i've if something's like appearing on my feed this much i was like it, it piques my curiosity so let me go check it out and i didn't know what to expect but when i listened to the band i'm like oh cool like i definitely like this kind of music but to hear it um and assuming like i, I know that uh, you're in the band right
1: yeah, I yeah. sing and I play guitar.
0: Oh, you sing and play? Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, but can you fill in for everybody out there, including me, um, who else is in the band and what they do?
1: The, for the arrival note. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's this guy who uh, he's been in Tampa bands since I've been going to shows. Kyle Widener. He's really cool. He plays in a band right now called Reef. Uh, they're really, really cool. You should check them out. It's like DC stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It's uh, they're pulling from like Rides of Spring, Fugazi, you know, that kind of stuff. It's really it's really good. Uh, So Kyle, he writes the music with like, he was like the original guy that hit me up and was like, yo, like I hear you're like in emo stuff like we should do a band. And I was like, I hadn't really I've only done hardcore bands up to this point in my life, life. which is kind of crazy to think about because I'm like, you know, I'm 28 and, get, and I'm, I've only done hardcore bands up until this point. But I was like, you know what? You know, fuck it. Let's get a little crazy. Let's do an emo band. And he's like, all right, like he was going to sing. I was like, I'll sing. I'll just, I'll just get it done. He's like, okay, cool. So we started writing the demo. We went and recorded it. It's like, four, it's not out yet. It's going to be out January 7th on Sunday Drive Records. So awesome. if you like emo, mark your calendars and go check it out. But uh, we went, recorded that. I want to say it was like July or August. I think it might have been August.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so we've had those songs done for a little bit and lately we just started getting other members because it was just me and him he he plays like every instrument he plays drums bass so he recorded like drums and bass and his end of guitars and stuff and so it was just me and him hashing it out i'm playing guitar he's drumming so we just got a guy that plays bass his name is vic alvarez and he's in a bit another band from here called secret world they're really good and uh he's like it's uh he's a little bit older he's like 36. Mm -hmm. but i kind of like that i've never really been in a band with like dudes that are you know significantly older than me it's a very like it's very serious it's a very serious vibe i mean we have fun don't get me wrong but it's they uh you know they take their music very seriously and they and i know Vic has been in some bands over the years like he's like an old seasoned emo dude Mm -hmm. and so he's been helping me out with vocals and stuff and doing backups he plays bass and we just picked up this guy ryan Ooh, he's been drumming, and we have the first show December 5th, so we're kind of cutting it very close, but we just, you know, building up the, the roster of members was, it was pretty hard to do because, you know, like, not a lot of people are interested in playing emo this this day and age, I feel like. Like, true, like, emo music. It's, uh you know, it was a little bit difficult to find, like, the full sl- of members but we've we've got it down so this guy ryan he drums he plays in a band called wolf face and uh that that band's really dope so we got we got that slew of dudes together and like i said first shows december 5th here in tampa and hopefully people are down with it <laughs> and i haven't really sang like that and play guitar in front of people like that so we'll uh we'll see how that goes but i'm sure it'll be fine
0: yeah it should be for an interesting experience for you um, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, emo, even though like it, it does sound weird to say that when I'm 32, you know, like yeah. a, <laughs> a, a, a full grown adult. But that was the kind of stuff. But, you know, like I, I grew up listening to that type of music, you know, like all like sure. I, I'm a sucker for drive-thru records, like like all those old Love bands that. back in the day. So yeah. when I hear something like this and I I, I think about the stuff that's going on on long island you know with uh, you know with with what they're doing out there like you know shout out to 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 koyo i could talk about that that band forever and even bands like you know somerset thrower standstill newer band that's getting out there um so to to see you know uh these bands uh you know uh you know and and all like you know tied to the hardcore scene in, in some way shape or form i i think it's really interesting but also really cool because i feel like um the people that are doing it uh, are uh doing it justice and not just coming out with like some cheap version of like these bands that I grew up liking. So like when I hear the arrival note, yeah. even though I just heard that one song, I'm like, okay, I was like, I, I can definitely get behind this. I I definitely dig the vibe.
1: I appreciate that, man. Yeah, the uh dude, the Long Islands team, they really have got they really got it going on right now. Shout out to Koyo especially and uh Sal. I've known Sal for years. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's been a super supportive friend over the years. But Dude, Koyo's just, it's so good, man. It's, they really like have gotten their sound like locked in. Standstill's cool. Like, you know, like you said, all those bands that you just mentioned, they're, Long Island's got something in the water. You know, they, Mm. they really, they really know what they're doing over there. It's great.
0: 100%. And, okay, so you record these songs uh, late summer. Why is it taking so long for it to, 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 to come out? Are you guys like waiting for vinyl or is there like a special rollout you guys are tying it to?
1: No. So from what? Um, the label, Mr. Mr. Jonathan from Sunday drive Mm -hmm. shout out Um, from what he has told me, he is now destroying through a death wish and that has, they've been wanting him to spread out his releases. And I'm pretty sure he just had other releases in the queue before us that he had to put out first. So that's why it's getting pushed. That's fair. to Like January. Mm -hmm. So I'm, at first, I was like, oh, like it sucks that this isn't going to be out for a while. But at the same point, like I'm pretty like confident in the songs and I'm sure that when they come out, people are going to be like, oh, like this is this is dope. I'm happy like I waited for this. So we put out that first single, which was on a compilation mm-hmm. and we'll have another single out, I'm pretty sure. And then the whole thing will be out on January 7th, so.
0: And And I'm curious, how does a band from Tampa link up with this label in Texas?
1: he uh okay so uh my friend paul from fake guys uh oh shout out paul he, yeah love paul mm-hmm. awesome guy um shout out paul he uh we have been talking since since i got the idea of doing an emo band you know we other he was in between and we like that's how i got to know him and i was like he was visiting uh tampa one weekend with uh his partner mm-hmm. and he was like you know, like, what are you doing these days? Like, cause he knew POC was starting to wind down. He's like, Oh, like you still doing bands? Like what's going on? I was like, Oh yeah. Like I'm starting to do like, I'm getting with this guy, Kyle. and We're starting to write for an emo band. It's like, Oh, no way. Like, what's it going to sound like? And I was like, Oh, it's going to sound like, you know, Texas is the reason like old school nineties emo. And he's like, Oh, that's what's up, man. Like, you know, like show it to me. And I was like, okay. So we, uh, we finished it up and recorded it. And I was like, a little hesitant about sending it out, but I was like, oh whatever, I'll just I'll just send it to him. So I sent it to Paul and Paul's like, Yo, this is awesome. Would it be okay if I send this to like people, like record labels? And I was like, please. Mm-hmm. So he uh he gave it to New Morality Zine and then he gave it to uh Sunday Drive and numerality zine's been pretty busy from what I've understood. So he wasn't mm-hmm. able to swing it. But Sunday Drive was very interested and he he immediately was like, Yo, let me put it out and that was kind of that and we were like yeah a, a label putting out our demo absolutely yeah Thank that's so a, much
0: that's a great start for, for a new band oh are you still there josh
1: yeah um that you think?
0: your internet's kind of choppy right now your, your video is frozen i'm so sorry i
1: don't you're right I'm so sorry
0: this happens yeah um, um well your video still okay your your videos back now no uh, but we were just talking about uh uh you guys uh signing or uh you know linking up with sunny dry records and then i was just talking about how that's a great start for uh like a oh, band yeah. you know like a, a new band to, to to be able to put out uh something with a label because trust me um and, and, and people like <laughs> uh, and, and i i've you know, I I have friends in band who, or excuse me, friends in bands that I want to see succeed, and you know they, they know I, I you know I've been in contact with like some of you know some people who do labels, whatever. So I've reached out to try to help them out, you know, just out of pure love. Up, and and <laughs> and it's it, trust me, it's a rough business. You you try to talk to um, people about stuff like that, and I get it, right? There's a lot that goes into wanting to sign a band to having to you know uh, put money into it. Um, but it, it, it is a big deal and it is, uh, you know, and it can be frustrating. Trust me, I've gotten really frustrated behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very happy that um, you guys, uh, you know, were able to land somewhere uh, cool in, in the very beginning. And, you know, I feel like, you know, the sky's the limit at this point.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm really going to have to give Paul, the credit for that. Thank you, Paul, for bugging me with Sunday Drive Records. I really appreciate that, man.
0: Yeah. Paul's a great guy. I I, I love fake eyes. I, I love it to see so. that they're, they're playing shows again and I uh, love to see him doing good. Shout out to, yeah, shout out Paul. Oh, Josh, should we lose you again? I think we might have lost Josh. Uh, one second. Technical difficulties, but this is normal. We might have to reconnect. Yo, are you still there? You're back. Oh, I think you muted yourself. And hello. Hello. And you're like sideways now. Oh my gosh. There we go. There you go. Okay. Um, so we're back uh we're just giving paul his, his praises but yeah like i said I, I feel like the sky's the limit for the arrival note I, but well, one last thing I, i'm just curious about the name because the name the, the the name definitely sounds like an emo band which i love but uh, yes. is there uh you know can you talk about the origin of the band's name
1: um so there really isn't a very elaborate story unfortunately mm. that's why uh what's up
0: i said that's fine
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, a song by that band this day forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we were literally just like, we need to find a band name. And I was like, look like through like my Apple like music or whatever. And that popped up and I was like, damn, that's like a, that's an emo name. I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I gave it to, I pulled like a bunch of names. And if I'm being honest, a lot of the names were really bad. And that was like the one name that like kind of stuck out. I was like, man, that's like a, that's a good name. I kind of you know it reminds me like the promise ring, the starting line, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was perfect, so I gave that to Kyle, and Kyle's like, "Yeah, let's like let's do it." So yeah, that's kind of how that came together.
0: That's awesome. I I, I dig the vibe. I think it's a great name. Uh, appreciate it man yeah because i i've said it before trying to come up with a new band name these days it's just so rough it's so hard (laughs) yeah because so many so so many good names that you know are 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 taken have already been used and uh, you don't want to like come off sounding like too like out of the box or too corny yeah so I, i feel like you guys nailed it with the band name
1: i appreciate that i didn't even know the arrival note was on your radar i mean we only put out a single so i was just like oh i don't really know if this is going to reach people,
0: you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out there on social media. Um, so most of, like, I, I don't like to, you know, do the endless scroll and spend too much time on social media. But like, like I said, it was my reposted by so many people, uh, that I follow. So I was like, okay, this has to have, you know, this has to be good or people are just okay. really nice to their friends and reposting their crappy band, you know? god i hope not um, <laughs> no no but uh, i i like i said i i, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I, I'm, I'm happy to to hear more about it and i'm definitely looking forward to you said uh, january 7th yep. yeah okay that's yeah.
1: that's the release date for now so hopefully it stays that way yeah
0: okay. I, I will definitely mark my calendar
1: appreciate uh, that man appreciate it
0: okay and you plan another band that I, I people just won't stop asking me about you you playing a band called contention
1: i do yes yes and guitar in
0: and and I've been you know badgered like oh like why don't you have anybody from contention on and I'm like dude like I, I would love to but <laughs> um but it's just like you know like it's, I I can't have everybody on uh, from oh. every band so it's just like I, I gotta you gotta try to plan things out and uh, obviously bands are on my radar but I just can't sure. have everybody on and. Luckily, this worked out in, in, in a weird way where we're, you know, we're, we're covering all, all, all these bases, talking about all the bands that you're into. <laughs> this, this is great. So anybody um, who's out there who wanted to, wanted to have or wanted me to have somebody from Contention on here you go. But here I am. Yeah. But I, I, I just want to say when I listen to Contention, I feel like you guys do that metalcore sound justice. Cause, Thank you. Because like, because w- a lot of times like w- when people are like, oh, like uh, this band's like metalcore, and I'm like, okay, like I get it, metalcore, no, <laughs> but it's like it's like this isn't the metalcore that I like or that I yeah. think of um, when I hear that term. Uh, so I, I I try to you know normally try to steer away from that type of uh, you know music.
1: I feel you. I feel
0: you, man. Yeah, but when I listen to to contention, I'm like, yes, this is the shit that I like. This is the metalcore that I want to hear. So I, I'm I'm very happy that you guys um were were able to you know to do that sound right. Uh, but I'm just curious about uh, how you guys were able to do that. You know, like, uh, whose idea was it to start a band like this?
1: Um, so basically. Po- the guy that I do with the band was still Bailey and this other guy, Mitch, who plays guitar, they were like, they're like younger guys. Mm -hmm. And they had been going, coming to shows for a little while now. And like, I was, I've always liked that music. I've always been a metalcore guy. Like I like fucking breakdowns. Breakdowns are great. They're awesome. And that was kind of like the music that I was interested in before, you know, like I started coming to hardcore shows so it was just it felt like kind of like a return to form if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. and i was just like you know i really want to do like like a true metalcore band because i was like kind of taking a look around at like the bands that were like quote unquote metalcore bands that are around right now and i was just like i do not like what i'm hearing and you know i felt like i wanted to kind of take a stab at it myself because like i i feel like i got the the skills to write some some cool metalcore that is not like that that I actually would want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that came about. And then I uh, I picked up my friend Mitch and Bailey because they were younger. And I was like, "Yo, like, because I wanted a new slew of people. I don't really like doing bands with the same people at this point in my life because mm-hmm. it just kind of it drives you a little crazy. Some, it at least drives me a little crazy sometimes seeing the same dudes all the time. And you're just like, "Oh my fucking god!" Mm-hmm. Especially if you guys aren't like vibing all the time. It's just like, you know, I like to I like to keep. Switch things up a mm.
0: little bit. Yeah, and so, I also I also feel that uh, when people fall into that trap, and it's, it's not always a bad thing, but sometimes I feel like uh, like the the listeners or the fans uh, will sometimes write off a band, right? They're like, oh, it, it's just so and so switched around. We don't really you know, you know like to see this or whatever. So um, I I get um, and I think it's cool that you want to switch things up and get new members.
1: If I'm being honest, I'm one of those guys. I think that's lame. Find new people. <laughs> so, okay. I i do not like i'm not a fan of switching members around if if it was up to me mm-hmm. so that's kind of where that was the mentality i had with starting contention so yeah i grabbed bailey I grabbed Mitch, I was like yo let's write, write a demo and the demo was okay um it came out we kind of rushed it if i'm being honest with you because i was just like i just want to put this out for some reason i just was like in a rush so we put it out and like people like liked it but i was like uh eh. feel like I could have done better so fast forward a little while um I'm sorry let's back up a little bit okay this label from Europe the coming strife hit us up and was like hey I really like the demo I would love to put it out on tape and we're like thank you I mean if you want to do that please use your own money and I we appreciate that so he put out the demo tape and he was like, Hey, if you guys like want to keep doing music, like I would love to put out some wax for you guys. You know, I want to do an LP. And I was like, geez, man, I don't know if I got an LP of this in me, but I was like, you know, we could probably do five or six songs. And he was like, okay. So we sure enough, we just, by this point, mission left the band. So it was just me and the younger guy, Bailey writing everything. And we just, we pumped out five songs. We went and recorded with John Howard in uh, Gainesville and he he's the guy that records all your favorite bands like Seed of Pain, Eco Strike. He recorded the Point of Contact LP, the Magnitude LP. He's just he's gonna make your record sound good. Mm-hmm. So he uh, we got in the studio with him and we you know in one weekend we banged out five songs and then uh, we gave it to the label and we put it out and I'm I'm really proud of those songs. I think that and people really seem to be enjoying that EP right now. So I'm really thankful for that and that's kind of where we're at right now. The EP is out. People like it. We uh, we just played two shows out uh, in other states. We played in Birmingham, Alabama, and we played in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Both shows were great, and we want to keep playing more. So we're probably gonna do it in five days in February, at, and that's what we're looking at uh, moving forward. So we're we're moving along, man. We're I really mm-hmm. like that band, and I want to keep doing it. So yeah, and, I
0: uh, yeah, I I think it's awesome, and it's cool to uh see so you guys stay busy, but I'm I, I'm curious. You said you felt like the demo and are about the, the the self-titled, right?
1: So the there was we put out a demo. Yeah, I think it was a self-titled
0: demo
1: uh-huh. uh, that was in 2019. That was pre-quarantine uh-huh. and I think people liked it. But like I didn't like it <laughs> like I liked it, but I felt like I could do better. And like when I feel like I can do better, I can't get it out of my head. Uh-huh. So I was immediately like, oh, we got to keep writing more songs. So then we put out laying waste to the kingdom of oblivion which is the ep that's out now and that's what uh i feel like that has helped the band take off and i think just having like just having a record out on a label in general just is a good look mm-hmm. you know it makes you it makes you look serious and we are serious you know
0: and i'm so I'm, i think I'm,
1: that certainly helped
0: and for for you to have put that record out on an international label, has anyone out in the states uh, reached out and showed any uh, you know curiosity in the music?
1: Yeah, uh, we've had we've had interest in the states, and we've also had interest in Europe. So it's <laughs> it's a worldwide phenomenon, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is which has been good. Because at first I was like, oh man, like putting putting out something in on a label in Europe, like that's it's a great opportunity, but it's also like. Uh, do the people in the States really like it? But we've had, uh, we've had a couple of people like higher up the East coast hit us up and be like, Hey, like, if you guys want a show like I'll book, you guys. And that's kind of how, uh, we did the two shows this past weekend. Uh, a friend of ours hit us up and was like, Hey man, if you guys ever want to do a show, like just come on up and we'll, we'll get it done for you. So I took him up on that offer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And same with the guy in Birmingham, Alabama. Just, you know, people, people have wanted to, you know, if you want us to come play your city, we'll come play your city. It's not hard to get out there, you know, and that's kind of the mentality we have about it. So.
0: I would have loved to to see you guys, uh, you know, have done some shows with uh, uh, Despise when, when they come out to the States.
1: That'd be lit, man. That band's fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think Despise and Contention on the bill would be nuts.
1: Dude, that would be, that would be loco for sure. I would, I would be having a great time. That would uh, uh dude, I wouldn't want to play with them out there, and uh, they're in Scotland. Are they from Scotland? Mm-hmm. Is that where they're from? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would Scotland. To, I would love to play out there with them and just see what that scene is like. Because I hear that that the area that they're playing, I know they have like a bunch of bands popping up out of that scene. I would just love to see what they got going on out there. Because like I keep hearing about it. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, at some point have to travel international for a hardcore show because as long as i've been in it, that's something that i haven't been able to like check off my like bucket list of things to do in hardcore
1: i'm surprised you haven't yet you're you're a travel guy you like to travel
0: i you, you know what's funny is uh, this travel thing's is uh, way more recent because i used to be like
1: <laughs> okay like
0: i i used to be like way more like anti-social right and not really what? yeah yeah super You're weird a
1: podcast <laughs> i
0: do trust me this is uh, you know just as You're surprising uh, to you as to me but i'm um, like back sure. in the back in the day just I, I like the one okay my first time that i was ever supposed to travel was back in like 2008 or 2009 i can't remember the the time of year but there was like this crazy fest in boston uh, called the great american hardcore fest which was like a crazy time you can go uh, find the flyer online it's, it's insane but i had lost okay. my job so i wasn't able to buy a plane ticket uh, because cool. i had because i had to save my money because because my parents had gone to mexico for the whole summer and i had lost my job so there was no way for me to have money so i was like okay i need to save all this money that i was going to use to go to this fest to live until my parents get back from mexico because i don't want to tell them uh, while they were in mexico and like ruin their trip so i just waited till they got yeah back. <laughs> yeah so i had to hey, wait mom. until they got back yeah because i was like I think I was, like, 18 or 19, so I was still, like, a kid back then, you know? Not, like, super responsible, so... Uh, so, that... That sucked, and then... Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I flew to see Stop and Think back, was it, like, 2015, yeah, 2016? Um, great band. Um, but outside of that, I just uh, didn't really have, like, a great network of friends, because uh, the, 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 the people here... Uh, the people that I hang out with, it's just a little harder to convince them to, to hop on an airplane and go because you sure. know, they have families, they have, uh, you know, uh, serious jobs. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm, I don't care to, uh, you know, like I, I'm more than willing to travel by myself, but the fact that I didn't really have any connections, um, it just made it harder. But now that 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 I've done the podcast. So shout out to the podcast. That's um, opened up a lot of doors, right? I've met a lot of people through this, have made a lot of friends through this. So now it's like, oh, my friends and Bernie Strong are playing a, a record release show. Uh, you know, Carter Holmes uh, hit me. up was like, hey, like you can stay with me. Um, and I'm like, oh, awesome. Cool. That saves me so much trouble. And, uh, you know, I'm there, you know, hanging out with uh, the the people who are involved in the show. So it just makes things like 10 times easier. And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Wilkes-Barre for Still Won't Break. Put on by my friend Nate Prasciutti, a uh, really great friend. And same thing. He's like, hey, like stay with me. I'll take care of you. And, uh, and, uh, next weekend, like literally, uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, I'm flying back out to Wilkes-Barre for the, uh, one step closer record release show. Cause I think those are all right, friends yeah. of mine. Nice. Um, yeah. So this whole travel thing is like way more recent and there's other scenes that I want to go to. Like, like, I, I really want to go to, uh, the Hudson Valley. There's so many awesome bands. Shout out age of apocalypse, final riot, mind force, Rock, dude. Yeah. So yeah. So th- there's more scenes th- that I want to travel out to since I've made, like way more connections and way more friends in different areas. It yeah. just makes it like way more possible instead of me just kind of, uh, you know, going out there and being by myself, which like, I do I don't care. Like I do a lot of things by myself, but I, I think it's just way more enjoyable to go out and see friends and to be able to enjoy their music
1: t- together. You know? Sure. Yeah. I agree with that, man. I mean, I, I kind of feel you on that. Cause when I was uh, up until like, I would say 21 or 22, I was a big homebody. I never went on tour. I was in bands, but we never went on tour. Like, I would sometimes travel for shows, but it it didn't happen very often. And, like, it was just, like, weird. It was, like, one day, like, I just flipped the switch, and I was like, dude, what am I doing with my life? I haven't seen, like, the country at all that I live in. Like, I haven't really seen Florida that much either. And I was just like, I got to, I don't know, I was, like, losing my mind a little bit, you know? And I had to just hit the road. And um, I think the first time where I was, like, okay i like traveling i like going places was when my old band Ramses went on tour together and i was like i don't know man i've never been on tour i don't really know how i feel about this he's like nah man just come do it once and if you don't like it like we don't have to ever do it again i was Mm -hmm. like okay fine so like we went out obviously i had a great time Mm -hmm. and i came back and i was like dude i want to go travel for shows i want to You know, I want to go see the country and band with my bands if I can. Like, so it just sometimes you just flip the switch someday and it, you know, it's great. You got to live your life, man. You got to. 100%.
0: uh, Because for some weird reason, uh, ever since I first got into hardcore, um, and maybe it's, I I guess I uh, probably have to thank the Boston scene, but uh, when I was younger in high school, uh, you know, I I, I I long to be a part of a scene like what was going on in Boston in like the, the early two thousands and even like the, the late nineties and you know watching Boston beat down Volume Two, loving bands like Righteous Jams, uh, Death Before Dishonor, so, so. Converge, just like you know some of the sickest bands, and just and just knowing that I existed in california but at the same time there was this crazy shit going on out on the east coast i was like man i hope one day i can go out and just experience it and see what it's like in other places because because even here like you know if you you're in orange county san diego or la like you'll see the slight differences in the scenes But it's not that much different. But 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 to travel to like you know uh, to to another state and to see how things are um, in other places, I've always been so fascinated by it. And, and even the fact that there's good hardcore everywhere, not just in um, you know these everywhere. popular states. Yeah, literally everywhere.
1: Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yeah, dude. I. Uh, that's one thing that I'm not super happy about at this point in my life. I still haven't been able to really make it out west. I haven't been to California yet. Oh, wow. I see all those program shows, and I'm like, dude, I need to play there. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to play a program, or at least go to a program show, like because those shows look crazy. Mm-hmm. They look nuts. Dude, so hopefully, I'll be able to find my way in California at some point. You know,
0: bring any of the bands. Bring steadfast contention, <laughs> the arrival note. Uh, I'll
1: bring them all. <laughs>
0: just a, a a super show, but no, but yeah, program uh, and. You know, sometimes I have to remind myself not to take that place for granted, because like when I think back to some of like the legendary shows that have gone down and they're like, you know, turnstile on their nonstop feeling tour play like an off date in program, which was insane. The first time I saw the the first time I saw Fiddlehead um, and it was crazy because Fiddlehead made that that skate shop feel bigger than it actually is just by like changing the the setting of the lights and just their whole vibe. Just it it was a crazy experience. And, And then, you know, Magnitude one of the craziest sets Dude, yes. to ever go down in there. I saw that. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh, I saw that. That was crazy.
0: Super intense. And then more recently, Koyo. I, I don't know why, but that, that, that Koyo set happened and it, it was fun. But just even days after, I'm uh, me and my friends were just still buzzing about that set. We even went and saw them in LA. They played some like, Chinese restaurant, but it just didn't even touch the the, the program. So it, was, it was just a different vibe in there.
1: Why, why do you think program is so like, why do you think the vibes are so good at program?
0: I think the, the fact that uh, people know that, okay, this is a super DIY spot and it's a little more special to get these like these bands in here because like you know they're out there playing real venues right but yeah. but the fact that they're they're still you know uh down they're still punk enough to, to to be like yeah like we'll play this skate shop that's not even that big just for the fact that it's so legendary right because it's it's track record is uh you know you, you can't talk about it there's so many good bands that have played there but i think just just the the vibe and the the fact that people respect that shop like um like you know nothing uh ever really gets stolen nothing ever gets broken everybody respects everything because like they they literally just like move some shell like, Like, you know, some racks they have on the floor out of the way, but they still have their shoe display up. The TV is going on. The records are still out there. Um, And yeah, it's cool. So I I think um, things go down there uh, and feel special because, uh, you know, people really appreciate the fact that it's happening.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, it looks small. Like, how small is
0: it? Oh, man. It's like,
1: what do you think the cap is?
0: Uh, well, it depends on who's playing. <laughs> cause, like, you know, and I'm not trying to like blow their spot, but I, like, when I saw Turnstile, I was like, geez, who the, how many fucking people are in here? You know, I, I got, yeah. I got bodies pressed up against me. And I'm just like, this is, this is kind of gross. Um, and obviously it hasn't been that crazy cause of, uh, you know, uh, you know, obviously with the uh, pandemic and everything. So it, it hasn't been that packed, but, uh, I, I can't really compare it cause I don't really know. Um, because, okay, think about just, uh, okay, where Point of Contact played their record release show, just think about, like, the dance floor and the stage. It's, it's like, smaller than that.
1: That is crazy. That is so small.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty small. Like, yeah, obviously, like, everything looks bigger on video. But, like, once you're in there, you're like, holy shit.
1: I've seen the Magnitude set, and I was like, how are there so many people there? Like, it's it's insane. I can't believe how many people were in that room yeah no people
0: like people pack it in from like like from the the door like the the, the entrance to the, the skate shop to up until where the bands play and it's kind of like a weird like t-shape because like where like you know the 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 pit is quote unquote that's like the the top of the t and then it kind of like skinnies out like towards the, the entrance because like they still have like the, the the cash register then like clothes on the other side so it, it it's a like it's, it's an odd shape
1: i love that dude that's that's a hardcore show like people just piling up singing along you know squeezing inside to make sure that more people can get in there and watch the bands like dude that's just that's just good vibes man that's a that's a good spot to have man you guys should be very thankful for it
0: yeah no for for sure like uh whenever i go there i'm always reminded like like the fact that because cause it's a legit business that that, that you know, is operating during the day so the fact that yeah uh they're and i was like the the owner's a hardcore dude but the fact that he has that much love for the scene and trusts the scene enough to let those things happen it, it's amazing
1: yeah absolutely absolutely
0: okay hopefully
1: um, we'll be able to work our way out there at some point I'm
0: i'm i'm hoping i'm surprised uh that, that you haven't been out here because obviously there's been uh, like you know obviously there's sound and fury uh, much yeah. respect to them and, and a bunch of other cool stuff. And that's always, there's always something going on out here. Um, So I, I'm, I am surprised.
1: My, uh, my bandmates have been the sound of fury and mm-hmm. they are obviously like, it's awesome. You have to go. I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go check it out. But I personally haven't went out there or played out there yet, but oh. it'll, it'll happen. It's going to happen for sure. It, it has to. Yeah. Th-
0: th- the opportunity is still there. So I, I, I I don't doubt it one bit. Um, But yeah, Going back to contention um, and, and you had expressed that there was uh, you know some interest here in the States. Uh, is that anything you're going to follow up with or is it just going to be oh, yeah. uh, okay? Is there uh, a- anything soon or anything you can speak on or is it all just still in, in the works?
1: Uh, basically, we haven't booked the shows yet, but um, there's this local band from here called Cold Steel and we're planning on doing five shows with them. And we want to go out from Florida down to the and kind of cut to the left mm-hmm. and do some shows in Texas. So because I haven't played Texas in a while. And if I'm being honest, like my bands over the years have just kind of toured the East Coast to death. Mm-hmm. So like I wanted to, uh, you know get out there a little bit and try something different. So we're gonna try and you know, do five shows with them, work our way out to Texas, play maybe two or three shows out there and some, you know, some shows in between in the in between states from here up until that point. And that's going to be like. I think we said February 17th to the 21st -hmm. in that range. So if anybody's listening from Texas, hit me up
0: (laughs) for sure. Um, I'll uh, send the bat signal out. See, see what we can get, uh, you know, worked out for you guys. Because
1: yes, please. That would be amazing. (laughs) Okay, but that's uh, that's that. And we're definitely going to, we are going to tour, you know, up the East coast, even though I'm going to dread it, but we're definitely going to, you know, we're going to go up the, uh, if we can, as far up as we can go.
0: For sure. Okay. And so. uh, last thing for contention, uh, I, I, I saw this uh, design on the Coming Strife Instagram page. And I, I think it just sounds super awesome. Uh, it just says you know contention, and then underneath it, straight edge holy war. Oh yeah, yeah. Whose idea was that? Because that's so sick. It sounds just so awesome. Sounds like epic.
1: Oh thanks, man. Um, that obviously wasn't my idea, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. It was uh the singer Cody. He uh, if you're looking for other people to have on, you should have them on He's, he's awesome. He wrote all the lyrics for contention, and that was like his idea. For like that's like the last. That's like the statement of the record, you know, like Mm -hmm. we were going to call the record that originally, but we were like, oh, calling the record Holy War would be kind of, you know, we just didn't do it for whatever reason. But that was kind of like, we felt like that was a good statement for the band was like straight edge Holy War and that it needed to be on a shirt because like you said, it would just look epic. Mm -hmm. And if I was straight edge and young, I would be like, dude, I want to wear a shirt that says straight edge Holy War. That's hard, you know?
0: hundred percent. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, it, it's never too late. Next record, maybe you can just name it's it. True. Yeah,
1: we can do whatever. Yeah, there's there's so much we can do.
0: There's n- no rules to this, but th- that's awesome. And I'm, and I'm hoping at some point I can see you guys live because, like I said, you guys kill it with that sound, and it makes me happy because it makes me want to listen to metalcore again and not stay away from it.
1: I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Metalcore is a really dirty word these days. <laughs> so it's uh it can be hard to get past that and i think that even just you know having a sound like that it can kind of alienate a band i feel like we're uh you know, we're gonna push it as well as we can you know 100%. And hopefully people people enjoy it
0: yeah for sure I, I'm, I'm hoping people recognize that and you guys continue to get more praise and just more recognition for being able to do that sound right
1: i appreciate that i really appreciate that yeah
0: so I can't remember where I was, but I was on vacation somewhere, and somebody had passed me the steadfast tape, right? One, one of your newer yes, bands. Dude.
1: And yes. And
0: I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't have a fucking tape player. Like, I, I, <laughs> like, I don't collect tapes, right? And yeah. and then I'm like, okay, like, is there a link somewhere? Like, who has the, who has the, the the files? And then um, you know, there's I'll, no link. And yeah, <laughs> and, and at that time the, the the music wasn't online, and I was like, damn, I was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to have this. So I don't want to go asking. If like you know, I wasn't supposed to to have this because I don't want to like have to answer the questions like, oh, like who'd you get it from and like no, you know, no, no. you because know, like yeah, yeah. so I, I was like, all right, like l- let me just leave it alone. And then as I started to see a, a little more chatter about it online, right, people started talking about the band more openly. I'm like, okay, cool, this isn't like I guess this isn't like un- that under wraps anymore. So um, like obviously the, the the music finally came out and I was able to finally listen to it because like I still don't have it. I, I I don't think I'll ever own a tape player um, again at this point in my life but okay okay um uh but no no dis. um it was just you know uh you know it, it was my bad for not having the the correct equipment to to play the format but uh when i, I was finally able to, to to listen to the music i'm like all right cool this is this is really awesome and i'm happy to know that at least, you know, some of the guys of point of contact are going on to do some more, like, you know, awesome hardcore. Because uh, I, I always had hoped that, you know, if and when the band ever decided to call it quits, that that wouldn't be it for you guys. So, so, so to hear that and to know that there was like some members from the band in it doing awesome stuff, it, it just made me really happy.
1: Absolutely. I mean, at this point, I've been playing in hardcore bands, you know, since I've been coming to shows, mm-hmm. and I don't really, I don't really plan on stopping. And I i would say that garrett uh he garrett, so garrett's in another band called diffuse they're really awesome and they have a seven inch coming out on iou records mm-hmm. so he's doing that and i'm do- obviously doing steadfast the arrival note contention i'm i'm pretty busy myself and uh you know the rest of the guys in point of contact like matt he uh He wasn't really, if I'm being 100% honest with you, he wasn't really a bass player or a musician, period. He was just kind of a homie. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, hey, man, like, we're going to teach you the bass songs if you're down to learn it. And he was like, okay. So we, uh, that's kind of how he got strung along. And he did like another band when he was younger that he like played. I think that even if you know just to like put everyone at ease even if point of contact well i mean obviously point of contact is over but we're we're always going to keep doing bands you know mm-hmm. me especially i love doing bands it's it's a lot of fun and i don't want to stop so
0: okay so uh, going to like the beginning with uh, steadfast uh when did the idea first come about to, to all right cool uh you know poc's uh, winding down like i, I want to start something else
1: so uh i'm in my new apartment and mm. me and Matt, who plays bass in point of contact, we just moved in here a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And basically we were having like a we had like a housewarming party, whatever you want to call it. And Garrett came over. And by this point, we knew that point of contact was kind of winding down. And we were just we were like our mind was already like, what are we gonna do next? Like, what what's the next band we're doing? Like, we gotta we gotta keep the spirit alive, you know. So we got really into this band called Tears.
0: Oh, no. You're, you're cutting out again, Josh.
1: It sounds funny when you say it out loud, but... Oh, wait. Sorry. It, you know, it sounds like 10 years old. Oh. Before, we all really like that band. So we were just like, oh, like, what if we did... Josh. Wait. Can you hear
0: me? You cut out that whole last part so I didn't get to hear you were, uh, you' were mentioning that you guys sounded like a band or you guys got into a band called Tears or something and then you you cut out I'm sorry
1: um, we, got, we got into a band called Tears of Frustration from New Jersey. okay and they're really awesome and they have a really cool old school sound. they kind of sound like four punch and 10yard fight and we were like, oh, it'd be really cool if we did something similar to that because we couldn't do another breakdown band with all of us in it. It would be able to just be like, oh more point of contact, but it's not point of contact. Mm-hmm. this is weird you know we had to we had to switch it up a little bit so that's kind of how that came together and so garrett came to the housewarming party and we were both like kind of talking amongst ourselves we we're like dang like kind of sucks that point of contact's gonna be over and we're like yeah and then i was like garrett like i really like doing bands with you like i want to keep doing bands with you so we should do another one and he was like yeah man let's do another band and that's kind of how that happened and steve wanted to keep playing music he plays drums in point of Contact. So we got him and, uh, our friend, Nick, he plays bass for steadfast. We, he, uh, he's like a newer friend of ours, but we picked him up. And then Ethan, he used to play bass and blistered. He records all the bands here in Tampa. Mm -hmm. He started, he, uh, he offered to play guitar and here we are. Now we got the, the whole band.
0: That's awesome. I, I, I like that you guys, uh, you know, we're able to get something going again and. I like the, the the demo, a lot of songs for a demo, but I I, I definitely appreciate yeah. that because you know, yeah, people don't like to keep it like, you know, three or four songs, but I'm like, oh, cool, six songs. Like, I'm, I'm never going to, uh, never going to complain Um, because I, I love, yeah. uh, you know, if I can get more content, I'll definitely take more than less, especially when it's a band that, that, that I'm into. So I'm, I'm definitely happy on that. But I thought it was a, a cool choice.
1: Six songs. We had to, we had to do it to them. We had to give it to them. We had to give him six songs we couldn't just do another four song demo we couldn't even do a five song demo Mm -hmm. we had we had to do six we just had to we simply had to dunk on them okay and
0: and and i don't know why but the 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 blue on the the demo just sticks out to me for some reason because normally it's great yeah because some people or most times uh you know it's just black and white which is not bad either But for you guys to, to go with the blue, just to give it just a little bit, you know, just a little bit of a, you know, like a cool hint, a, l- a little bit, of, you know, spice it up a little. I I, th- I thought it was super sick.
1: Absolutely. Wait till you see the new tapes. We're doing yellow. <laughs> oh, they look awesome.
0: Oh, is it just, just another pressing?
1: Uh, basically, yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Same artwork, just different color. We, uh, we, uh, me and Garrett, like we do the tapes together and basically the tapes come out on like regular, like. colored paper so that's kind of how the blue we chose blue color Mm -hmm. for that first run of tapes and that's how that turned out and we're going to do yellow for the next one on yellow paper
0: and you mentioned I'm doing tapes with Garrett do you work with him with just for the steadfast tapes or do you help him normally
1: um I mean basically just the bands that we are in together I usually help him with Mm -hmm. so basically my parents are pastors and they used to have their church used to be pretty big and they used to do like they used to send out cassettes and like CDs and stuff Mm -hmm. so they just have like they had a crap load of tapes like blank tapes just laying around Mm -hmm. and a bunch of blank CDs laying around so I was going through my garage one day It's like I I don't know what I'm going to do with all these tapes and Garrett's like oh we'll just start making our own tapes so we have like 2,000 tapes that we've just we've used for the point of contact demo tapes the point of contact promo tapes. Now we're using them for uh, the steadfast tapes for now for two runs and he's used them for his own bands to like diffuse and uh, this band called lookout that he was in. So we've just, you know, I've just supplied the tapes and help him like cut them out when he like makes the, uh, you know, the inserts for the tapes and stuff. That's kind of all I do. It's really his score club. It's his, uh, it's his record label, if you will, but it's not really a record label.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he put out my friend's band, uh, from Wilkes-Barre on, on uh, tape. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause, uh, I, this band called the fire for anybody who's, who's the fire is awesome, man. Yeah. Great band. Great they band.
1: Should play a show. <laughs>
0: Dude, you're I've tried, right. Cause, uh, um, the, 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 guy who I mentioned earlier, Nate Brasciuti, uh, I, I, I stayed with him and we're good friends and I was bugging him about the fire. I'm like, dude, like, please do, do a set. Like you're, you know, th- this fest that you're putting on is the perfect setting for the fest. And yeah, I, I get it. Like, uh, like there's a lot of local bands already and you want to, you know, make room for the, 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 bands passing through town. But I'm like, when will you guys have another opportunity to play, with this band because obviously everybody including him he's in he he sings in choice to make everybody's doing other stuff um you know all the bands are signed everybody's busy but you guys are all here it makes sense to do it now because uh who knows when you guys are all going to be here again because like i said um the bands out there are are just getting bigger and busier so to have everybody in one spot at the same time it's not going to be as common in the near future
1: oh yeah especially like you put out a demo and you haven't played one show. Like, just play one show. That's okay. Yeah. nothing wrong with
0: that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I was bugging him. I'll, 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 I'll definitely My bug mate. him again. Yeah, I'll, I'll bug him again. Hopefully, he hears this, and um, even the other members in the band. Hopefully, they, they hear this as well, and maybe they'll light the fire underneath them to get it going.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, um, okay. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm a big fan of like that. I don't know what exactly what well they were pulling from for like influences, but. Like, like you know, righteous jams. Stop and think. You know, rampage. Even like that's kind of what it reminded me of. So I was just like, oh, this band's dope. Like, not a lot of bands are doing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think you had one of them on the podcast, and they're like, oh yeah, we probably won't play a show. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. So, well, at least they have that, and, and and you know, hopefully at some point. Um, and I and like I think, and I don't want this to happen, but like I'm like I'm picturing like one you know, one day in the future, it's going to be like some cool local thing where I'm not going to be there. I'm going to miss out on it. And then it's just not going to happen again.
1: You got to make sure your boy gets you over there. Uh, Nate, you just got to let him know, Nate, tell him what's up. All
0: right. Like, keep keep me posted. Happen. If yeah. I, if I have to fly out uh, and maybe I'm, I, I hate going to the airport, But sucks. uh, Yeah. It sucks. It it definitely sucks. But I feel like the, the more frequent that I do it, I guess like, um, it it still sucks just as much, but I guess I hate it a a little less since it's like, okay. okay, Yeah. I'm like, all right. Like I did this like, you know, last month, um, it will be like a little more familiar versus like, you know, uh, if, if there was like a longer gap in between.
1: Dude, I hate flying. It sucks, man. If I, if I could never do it again, I, I, I certainly wouldn't. I'm,
0: I'm just waiting to have like a cuz like there's always those crazy videos of like people freaking out on an airplane and people having to get like escorted off like I I, I want to be there to to witness something crazy like that but <laughs> but it's all my bad. I I just feel like it would be funny uh but uh luckily all my flights have been really chill nobody's freaked out nothing crazy popped off it's just like people come in sit down we you know get transported to the next de- uh, destination
1: you step into the portal and then somehow you're
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, it's yeah. I, I just I just sleep. Like I, I I try to get comfortable. Sometimes, um, if I can't sleep, I'll uh luckily have something to watch on my phone. But for the most part, I just try to just try to get as comfortable as possible and just sleep through it, just so it passes by more quickly.
1: I either I either sleep or Netflix has. I I have Netflix and Crunchyroll on my phone, so sometimes I'll just like download episodes of like stuff that I want to watch, and I'll just watch that on my phone if I'm not feeling but usually i'll be i'll be asleep the whole flight if i if i let myself so that's what i usually try to do oh uh, you
0: mentioned crunchyroll i I don't think i've ever heard anybody talk about crunchyroll on here so uh, i'm I'm curious like what kind of anime do you watch
1: oh dude i watch everything but if you are a seasoned anime, oh no uh, that's the superior genre
0: wait you you totally cut out for that that part i'm so curious
1: slice of life that's the superior genre
0: slice of life i don't know i don't even yeah. know i'm familiar because i'm like a like a super casual anime fan like like currently i just follow like my hero because that's like super popular and i, I oh, find okay. I, I find that pretty entertaining um and then i'm waiting for like a Jujutsu kaisen season two whenever that decides to, to drop um but so good. but i feel like for, but, but i feel like for me I, I always tend to lean towards more like the romantic comedy stuff like a classic is a uh, love hina i'm not sure if you've ever seen that uh, say it again love Hina.
1: i don't think i've heard of that okay, okay. I'll, I'll check it out
0: yeah i'll I'll, I'll send you a link it, I, i'd be surprised if it wasn't on crunchyroll because it, it had a pretty big following back in the day it sounds
1: lit dude yeah mm-hmm. i'll check it out i uh i love like romant the romantic stuff i love the slice of life like like it's just i don't know why it just it uh i just finished so the show i just finished that i was like damn this show was so good was uh Fru- fruits basket okay they just did like uh it's like from the 90s or something like that and they just redid it. Mm-hmm. And usually remakes of, are kind of, they're kind of bad, but these remakes were just like, the art was, the art turned out amazing and the story was just so, it just hit so hard. So that's like, that's been my favorite show that I've watched up to like like recently. Fruits Basket was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched another show called Beck. It's about what, a band. And so it's like a, literally an anime about a band and obviously, but that's kind of that's about it as of lately so
0: that's awesome i, I literally had no idea yeah. that you, you liked anime and I, i'm not surprised like what, what when i run into people who who like anime um but i think it's really awesome because uh shout yeah. out to Crunchyroll. that thing's been going on forever and like that deal that they had like a couple months ago where they sold to sony right i think sony bought them for like a billion dollars or something crazy
1: that is insane I did not know that <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah they or was it I I, I, I want to say it was Sony I'm pretty sure there was Sony or Funimation. somebody um had, had acquired them for like a billion dollars or some crazy number so like they're they're definitely um, uh whoever owned it like sold it for, for definitely a, a good chunk of change
1: dude I'm a I'm a full-fledged weed man I got Funimation on my phone I got Crunchyroll on my phone I read manga I don't go to uh like the cons or anything I was just gonna but, ask about that <laughs> <laughs> That could that could change at any moment who knows i might wake up tomorrow and be like dude i gotta i gotta dress up you know anything can happen at this
0: point <laughs> you know it, it's always interesting going to the um to, and i haven't been to an anime expo in, in a minute because obviously because of the uh, pandemic and stuff but it, it's always interesting going out to those kinds of cons and running into the like the hardcore kids right the the people who you're like you see familiar faces from shows or or they're wearing like hardcore merch and you're like oh okay um, th- th- that's fun." That is- <laughs> that's
1: crazy
0: Um, yeah but but if you've never been and you're an anime fan i highly suggest you go to at least one because i think they're really fun
1: yeah my uh my friend kenner was like dude what do you mean you haven't been to a con you have to go you have to go check it out i was like okay i'll I'll go once yeah i I think i'll do any i'll do most things once
0: I think the best part is like seeing the 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 cosplay, right? Cause you don't really know like what you're in, in for, right? Cause obviously like the more popular ones will have like a, a lot of like repeat, um, you know, cosplayers, or whatever. But when you see like that one person who's dressed up as like this low key character that like you love that isn't like yeah. like super popular, and you're like, yo, that's my people right there. I, I feel like those are like my favorite moments.
1: Yeah. I know that I would probably like go to something like that and I would come back with like mad friends because I would just be like, Oh my god, like we could talk about this all day. Like this is great. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll have to just do it one of these days. I'll have to I'll have to buck up and go down there.
0: And how'd you get into anime? I'm I'm curious about that.
1: I've been watching it since I was a kid, man. Like it was on Cartoon Network. No, I would watch
0: Tsunami, to- right?
1: Yeah, Tsunami. Mm-hmm. I would watch Cowboy Bebop. I would watch Gundam Wing. I would watch Naruto. Like they had a lot of they had a lot of stuff on Cartoon Network back in the day mm-hmm. that I would just I would watch it. And I just like never really stopped watching it, you know? So
0: I'm definitely nervous uh, to dive into the live action Cowboy Bebop on Netflix.
1: It's not gonna be good, man. It won't be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like the only, and and people are gonna hate me for this, but I think the only like live action thing that I've liked, um, I think it was just it wasn't even that bad, but I I thought it was good enough. It was um the Death Note live action. No, you
1: can't say
0: it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but um How I How long I, was it? I'm sorry?
1: How long was it? Was it like a long ass movie or was it like two hours?
0: I think Fuck. it was just like two hours. Yeah. It wasn't like that <laughs> long.
1: Fuck man. I might just sit, I might just sit through it just to, I know it's going to be bad. I haven't watched it, but yeah. I, I just know it'll
0: be bad. Yeah. I'm not going to like, um, obviously the anime is better, but I'm not going to like, you know, try to uh, sing its prices, but I, I, I thought it was just good enough. I felt like, okay, they didn't like, like totally butcher the idea of death note when they did this movie.
1: I I haven't seen it, so I can't really commentate on that too much, but I'll probably just watch it just to say, oh, I've seen the live action. What do you think of the uh, what do you think of the original series on uh, like the anime for it?
0: Yo, there was that okay obviously my my mind is like always blown because i'm like there's no way he's going to get out of the situation but there was that one scene where he was at home right and he's being like surveillance yes yeah. dude and uh, homeboy has he's eating his chips right the the, the, chips. yes and he had it in the chip bag and i'm like oh my god this guy's a genius he's, he's never going to get caught that that part just blew my mind because i was like this is it he's not going to be able to get out of it but
1: yeah i uh I, I I don't want to spoil it too much, but if you uh, if you're an anime guy and you haven't watched Death Note, you all gotta you all gotta get on that. But yeah, that scene I think about that scene so much because I remember like watching that and being like, dude, he put it in the bag genius
0: yeah. yeah i was just like how, do, how did i not think of that right because you know sometimes in, in like you know situations you're like all right this is how it's going to play out and obviously it, it, it's so easy it, it's, it's so easy to spot out but when he was doing it, it it was inside the chip bag yeah that that was just that that moment like, <laughs> that i'll never forget so that crazy. yeah so crazy. super awesome okay well damn i and I, i'm such a casual fan because obviously like you know because those ones are like classics right like everybody has to like if you like anime you have to watch death note like that's like a must i feel like you know um because that one's just so like iconic and so awesome uh but but these days like i'll I'll go and i'll look at lists of like you know uh uh, the you know top animes of this season and i don't even know how they break down the seasons like when it comes to anime um but i'll I'll, I'll, like look at shit and i'm just like okay that sounds cool but i don't even know where to start so then i'll just kind of like not i'll just end up not watching anything until like um i see people tweeting about it then I'll, i'll ask questions and if i'm interested enough then i'll go check it out but for the most part I, I think I just pass over a lot of things just because I don't, I don't really know where to start or like, you know what to actually watch.
1: So I feel like this is like the most like old man thing about me that I've been doing lately. I've really, if I'm going to start a show, I've been going off of uh, ratings lately Okay. and I go off of uh, my anime list ratings because those are usually sometimes there's been a couple shows that are rated low on my anime uh, ratings that are like kind of my, I'm sorry, my anime list, Jesus Christ. Uh, that they're rated low on my anime list and they were still good, but it's pretty it's pretty rare. So if I'm going to start a show and invest in it, I usually look at the my anime list rating mm-hmm. and if it's like if it's like a seven or a six, I'll usually throw it on. But like if it's a five, it must be pretty, pretty fucking bad. So okay,
0: I, I want to ask you about this one that I, I always see on TikTok and I'm scared to watch it. It's called oh, I, I, I think it's called uh, your lie in April or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's so sad. Okay, because that—that's the thing. It's like, oh, like when I started this anime, they're all happy, but then it cuts to like you know when I finish it, and it's just everybody's just crying, and I'm like, oh my god, like, do I even want to get into this? I want to have my you know uh, heartstrings tugged on or broken.
1: It's it is an extremely sad show, and I mean, it's kind of just how you described it. Like, it starts off really like enjoyable. Like in my mind, when it starts off, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a love story, like. You know, the guy like like likes the girl, so on. It'll be like typical high school romance. And then it just it like within like mere episodes, five or six episodes, like it just everything takes a turn. It, it it gets very sad. But if you want something to pull some some tears out of you, then that would be it. Jeez. For sure. All
0: right. I, I have vacation coming up. Um so maybe I'll have to dive into that and experience there it. There you go. Now, I'm curious, do you have a favorite, like, um, anime intro song?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, let's think about this for a second. Um, I'm trying to think. I think the, the neon Genesis intro is just, it's goaded. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, uh, the Yu Yu Hakusho beginning. That's, that song's pretty dope too. Even mm-hmm. if it is sung in English, that one's pretty good too. Okay. Uh, it's usually it's usually like older. Most hmm. of the intros are really lit too. I don't really like too many of the the newer intros these days, but you know the uh, the Demon Slayer intro that that one's pretty that one's pretty hype. Have you watched Demon Slayer? Never. Oh, you got to get on that, man! That show's awesome.
0: Is, is it on Netflix or where is it at? Okay.
1: I, yeah, I think it is actually. It's on Netflix, Crunchyroll, Funimation. It's everywhere. That's a that's a pretty big show right now.
0: Okay, I, I gotta tap into that. Um, you mentioned uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. There's an anime from like the '80s that like mirrors that series, and uh, I, I like Yu Yu Hakusho, but I also like this other anime. It's called Flame of Recca. Have you ever heard of it?
1: Okay, I have heard of that, and I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's good.
0: Yeah, it's really good. So, it, I, I like I was telling about hey, if you like Yu Yu Hakusho, definitely tap into this anime from I'm pretty sure it's from the 80s. It's called Plasma Records, super sick.
1: Yeah. I've uh I've been meaning to give that one a a, a bounce for sure. I'll uh I'll throw it on of these days.
0: Okay, and then my last recommendation if you haven't seen it yet, have you ever watched this anime called uh, Chobits?
1: No, I haven't. How'd you say that? Bits? Uh Chobits. Chobits? No, I I have not
0: seen that. Okay, um, it's it's like a love story. This guy, uh, uh it's it's like a guy and a robot, and uh, and that anime has like one of my favorite anime intro songs ever. So I always tell people like, hey, if you like anime, if you never heard of this, um, I I don't care if you don't watch it, but please just go listen to the the intro song. I I think it's super awesome. Maybe the the intro video will um you know get you interested. But I I think it's a really cool love story if if you're into that.
1: I love love stories. It's it's my favorite. Okay, <laughs> love it.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely i'll i'll send you a YouTube link just so um you can definitely check that out.
1: Let's do it. I'm I'm so down with that.
0: Okay, hell yeah. Uh, But getting back to Sedfast, you guys, uh, (laughs) 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 yeah, we got sidetracked by the anime, which is awesome. But uh, Sedfast, you guys played a show last night. I um, mean it seems like uh, it seems like you guys are starting to you know get more busy. I, I saw this one video of you guys on YouTube. It was like a two-minute video, which was uh you know pretty cool. But um, I, I was just curious about how the show went over last night and uh do you guys have plans for more shows, you know, um, leading up to the end of the year?
1: So the show last night was awesome. Uh the uh we played first, which was cool. Um I can't really so we played great show was good. First show was good too. Mm-hmm. So we've only played two shows so far. Both shows have been good. Um I think the bands that we play with at this moment in time are very like breakdown driven mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like what most of uh the kids in our scene want to want to hear at the time. So as far as like us going over super well, it's you know like we people people like us but it's it hasn't been like you know whoa crazy reactions you know Mm -hmm. and i'm totally okay with that i'm you know i'm just i'm I'm enjoying doing the band but uh so but show is good i think people like it i think we were planning on touring out a little bit and doing uh doing a weekend and seeing how that goes because i feel like i love our scene tampa's awesome Mm -hmm. we have one of the best scenes that we've ever had right now in the past since i've been going to shows like things are just popping right now it's great but at the same point like you can only play here so many times you know before it's like all right if you if you want to take your band seriously you play tampa three or four times in a row and then it's like all right we got to play somewhere else you got to do something else you got to switch up the formula you got to go play atlanta or you got to go play even orlando jacksonville south florida you just you don't want to stay playing tampa for like five six shows in a row and then people are like oh it's you guys again you know
0: yeah, because people could easily uh, take you guys for granted at that point. They're like, oh, this is the band that this is the local band that always plays. Like, we caught them last time. There's nothing new. Uh, we can skip them and maybe see them next time.
1: Yeah. So, but at the same point, show was cool last night. I think there's a, uh, you know, like I said, RCM Rocks, and there's a lot of cool upcoming bands right now, and I'm happy that we're a part of. You know, the bands that are starting to come up right now, and that's that's been really fun and i this is my first time singing for a hardcore band in probably five or six years Mm -hmm. and i'm still kind of getting used to it but i feel like it's been it's been working out the first show i was like oh my god everyone's looking at me this is insane i don't like this (laughs) but i would say like last night i i i was feeling a little bit more in my element and was a little bit more like oh okay like i can i can sing for a band and not feel overwhelmed this is fine
0: yeah, just go up there and uh, you know find your place and get comfortable. Uh, there, there was a point where I I felt like uh, you know Florida hardcore was uh, doing super awesome things. Uh, you, you think back to you know when uh, P Y C was doing their thing and putting out a lot yeah. of bands. And then obviously um you know they took a step back and uh, not really doing anything right now and I, I was also i was also kind of worried because like man like what's going to happen to all the bands that were on the label um like is it going to just like fall apart or is like you know is florida going to be okay but you know you, you fast forward to now and then you look at the landscape of florida hardcore and i'm like okay like i feel like they're doing good you know obviously um it, it's sad to you know see pyc kind of fade away but the, but the fact that uh, you know uh, people like you, Garrett, um, are, are able to you know keep things t- together and even you know you, uh, you mentioned Jacksonville, you know that the band True Form. I, I see that they're still playing oh, shows. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And you know uh, Friends and Burning Strong, you know holding it down for you know Pensacola, and they even got some oh, new, yeah. some new blood out there. Shout out Over the Line and Beskar doing yeah. cool stuff. Um, yeah. And then I I know there's like a cool punk scene down in Tallahassee. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so it's just like, like yeah. So, like, when, when I look at uh, Florida uh, um, overall today, I'm just like, okay, th- they're doing fine, and um, and it, uh, I'm curious about um, you or uh, from your perspective, at, at any point where you kind of, uh, you know, worried or you know, uh, sad at all that uh, that kind of played out that way when, when it comes to that label.
1: So, I mean, as far as like plead your case ending,
0: yeah, and like, we the, were, like and and the future of Florida hardcore because you know they, they're do, you know they're doing a lot for for everybody out there.
1: Yeah, I, it was certainly like when it happened, I was just like, uh, it certainly was a dent. I do think that it was. They plead your case helped a lot. Out a lot of bands. I mean, I'm going to be honest. He helped out Point of Contact a lot. He mm-hmm. was like, he was the guy that was like, if you guys want to do an LP, I'll put it out. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, letting, and I've known Len for a long time. He's been very helpful full and supportive with my bands and garrett's bands and you know just for not just in south florida either mm-hmm. like he put on you know he had bernie strong on, i think bernie strong was on your case if i remember correctly um but he had he even had like bands from like up north like he had cindy locker on the label mm-hmm. he had bigger from south carolina like he you know it wasn't just for the florida scene in general that he was doing stuff but he uh he would certainly help he was certainly helping get Florida bands out there as opposed to like, I don't really, there's not a lot of record labels out right now, just period, let alone like record labels that are like interested in, you know, putting out Florida bands and that's totally fine. So it definitely was a dent, but at the same point, like if you have, like if you're in a band and you have the drive to like make it big and, you know, go tour, like bring the music to, other people I think that's kind of the ticket right now And not waiting for you know like oh like we put out this demo hopefully a label will put it out sometimes you just got to hit the road or you just got to go try and hop on shows and put yourself out there and not like wait around for a label to pick you up you know so I feel like I don't know. It's, it's really tricky right now as far as like being a Florida band and really trying to get yourself out there. But I think the ticket in my mind is you just got to tour and you got to put yourself out there. So.
0: Yeah. And, and respect for that. Cause sometimes uh, people don't want to put in that work, right? They want to be handed like they're signing to a label and then they feel like, okay, cool. Like now we're signed. Now let's go out and, and put in the work when it's like, no, um, it, it's not like that for everybody. Um, yeah. And, and uh, they're just uh, they're just a band that I uh, fully support and have helped tried uh, getting them signed right and and I, and I I told them like you know uh, uh, behind the scenes I'm like hey like even though it's not working out right now just trust me um, the music is good if you guys just keep doing what you're doing you know play more shows you guys are gonna end up somewhere just trust me and, and sure enough right um, you know we got ghosted by a, a bunch of people. And then, sure enough, they get picked up on an awesome label, and now things are starting to move even faster for them. And I'm like, "See, I, I told you, just, just uh, you know, just trusting yourselves. You guys are doing like like the most important thing right, and that's the music." And I was like, just, "Who just, was it?" I don't want to say it uh, because come on, uh, I'll tell you off air because um, I okay, j- okay, just okay. out of respect for them, I don't, I don't want to um, uh, uh, put them out there like that. But but I was just I, like, I, I, I was like, just trust me. Um, you guys have this part down, which is, which in my opinion is the most important, uh, most the most important part, and it's just going to take a while, or, or or not even a while, it's, it's going to take a second for people to to to, to come around, right? Because, uh, yeah, because it, it, it's so funny when you know a band is good, but it's just not the cool thing yet for people to like them. If that makes sense,
1: where are they from? This band that you're talking about? Can you I, say that, or is that still too much?
0: Let's just say they're from New York. That. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, so so I I always find that part interesting, but uh, but I'm but I'm happy for them, right? Because they they did um something that not a lot of bands are willing to do, right? They, they didn't get discouraged. They still went out there, uh, you know, put out some new music. They played more shows. Got you know got in front of more people, which I think is more important too. Because I think the the promotion of word of mouth is, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's unmatched, right? Because you're like, Oh, like, how'd you find out about us? Oh, you know, so and so my friend told me about you guys. They caught you here and said it was really awesome. So I went and checked you guys out. So so I, I think that is really important. And I, I I think it's awesome that you have that perspective and you're like, all right, cool. We're not going to wait around for a label. We're going to get out there and put in the work and that stuff will come in time.
1: I think especially like at least how my bands have been over the years. If you're just from Florida, like you don't really get as much like media coverage in Florida as opposed to like up north, like just in general. Cause up north there's Hey five, six, they got mad people Feet first productions. Like Mm -hmm. there's mad people up there, like recording sets, putting them out on the internet. So like, I feel like up north, it's just a little bit easier to like get yourself out there on the internet period. As opposed to like Florida, we don't really have a lot of like media coverage like that. Mm -hmm. So as far as like, If you put out a demo and it's like crickets, like people aren't really hearing it, you got to bring it to the people. You got to hit the road. And I feel like that's definitely more so the case in Florida just because, you know, there's not like, also like I feel like a a factor is like being popular on the internet. Like like some people, you know, there's figures on the internet. They start a band and the band is like popular off the jump. Mm -hmm. And that's not really something that we've, We have that over here we don't really have anything like that over here we have to you know we you just have to tour i feel like that's the best way for a florida band at least to get themselves off the ground and i haven't really been in a band that hasn't toured at this point so maybe it's just like ingrained in my mind i'm like oh that's how it has to be it has to be that way Mm -hmm. you know but even like the bands that uh that they're popular off jump before they even played a show or they played like the first show like Sometimes it doesn't really last long. It's, you know, it's popular for like a couple shows. And then after a while, people are like, all right, well, this band is cool, but they're never going to leave X city that they're from. I'm never going to see them. It's hard to invest in something like that sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah. And and you never really know a band's uh, lifespan. Um, That's why I always encourage everybody, if you like a band, go out and see them if you can. Don't wait till the next time they come through because there might not be a next time. So it's just like, go out, get in your car. If the venue's uh, in a sketchy spot or town, whatever, just go. Because that could be it. You, you, you never know uh, when they'll play again, if they'll ever play again, or if they'll be back in town, if it's like a band from out of town. Uh, so I always try to encourage uh, not only my friends, but just anybody who likes, uh, you know, hardcore, or any type of music. If, if you like a band, go out and support them and see them live because they might not come back. That's the mindset I have. So I don't regret these moments yeah. so like when bands come through um, and don't come back.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you just got to go see them. Like, unfortunately, like, especially Florida bands, there's a very short, like, lifespan for a lot of the bands from here. I don't really know why that is a thing, but Mm -hmm. it just is. So if you, like, you know, you like a Florida band and they're, like, I don't know, you live in North Carolina and they're playing South Carolina, you might want to go make the three-hour drive to go see them, you know, just because, I don't know, like, especially Florida bands just don't really tour like only a select few of them actually like make it out of florida too which is you know a factor so if they ever come up there i would just you know make the effort to go see them because you never like you said you just never know you never know
0: so the natural question is when will steadfast get to california
1: (laughs) Uh, that's a really good question uh well we have we're thinking on doing a weekend up around the East Coast area, the usual East Coast area, and that'll mm-hmm. probably be January, I think we were thinking about. As far as, like, California goes, I've never played California, so I would like to do that ASAP. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Uh, everyone kind of has big boy jobs, so we'll see how we could really work that out. But if things, you know, are going well, well then hopefully maybe next year at some point, find our way out there. Think my dream
0: would be, I think a, a sick run through California would be. Um, you guys with uh, this band out here called Wise. Uh, oh yeah, Wise is cool. Yeah, shout out Wise. And then there's this newer band um, called Firestarter. They're like my new uh, obsession. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've Heard of them. Yeah, so I I think if those three bands did like a California thing or like a like, and I always I look back to when I'm uh, there was that uh, Eco Strike magnitude what was the magnitude? I'm trying to think. Uh, Eco Strike. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Eco Strike magnitude and Envision. They started up in the Pacific Northwest. They worked their way down through California. And they ended in uh, Arizona, if I remember correctly. And then they like did, I think they did maybe some stuff in Texas or they just flew home. But I think that's the perfect thing. If you're going to do like a regional thing on the West Coast, yeah. Start up in the Pacific Northwest. They have a great scene up there. Shout out gag, lower species, change, um, all the awesome bands from up there. Work your way down, you know, hit the Bay, you know, maybe do something in Central California and then just do the LA, Orange County, San Diego and get the hell out of here and go do Arizona or Las Vegas and uh, Legendary run. Perfect.
1: Yeah, I think they the way that they did that was the right move, you know, Mm -hmm. just getting all as far out as you can, because that's like starting out there. That's the other end of the country. for like us Floridians, especially Mm -hmm. like that's, you know, that's that they definitely did it the right way. We would have another band with us and we would probably do something similar to that. We would start out we'd fly out there, mm-hmm. you know, work our way down. So
0: well, I'm you know, dreaming of that. And I, I wish more bands would do that because I, I get that um as we're getting older, more responsibilities, it's not as easy just to be able to pick up and go and do a tour. Um so uh, to, to 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 cut it down to, to to do less dates. And obviously this is no diss to like uh, the uh, you know um like the middle of the country. Um, obviously they get their regional stuff as well. But for, for people who want to just come out and do the West Coast stuff, I feel like that's the ideal thing to do um, to, <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to hit all those markets. Because um, I, I think about it like like it's all bangers, right? From the Pacific Northwest up there, the Seattle area and work your way down every scene. It's not it's, it's not going to be a dull show. Just work your way down and it just gets better and better.
1: That's what I hear. I hear California. It's, just, it's lit.
0: And. I, I hear that as well, but, but it's normal for me. Right. So like, I and like, obviously like, I've been to shows in other places, but like, yeah, when, when things happen in California, I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is normal. This is how it always is. So like, I'm not like ever that blown away. Um, except for like when like, there's like certain sets will pop off. and You're like, oh wow, things do get crazy here.
1: I mean, how many like East coast bands really like find their way over there? You know,
0: I think every band, cause cause it's, oh, it's so weird because it's such a destination spot, right? but oh, yeah. um uh but it's just in time right not every band will make it out here um like i'm i'm, I'm wearing this hoodie right now uh this painted truth uh excuse me painted truth hoodie um and yes sir they're they're playing in the pacific northwest they're playing um i i, I don't know if it's jag three or if it's something else like i can't remember um, what, what the flyer said but they're playing up there but they're not hitting california so i'm just like damn that that's oh, okay. That, yeah, but um I think that might be like a like a radius clause thing um uh, I, I'm not even kidding and maybe I shouldn't even say that but um but I've, but luckily like, luckily I've seen them before um uh, so I'm, I'm you know very fortunate in that aspect but that's a band where I'm like dude like uh like awesome long Island band you're on the west Coast like why aren't you playing California I, I like it obviously makes sense to me um and it probably makes sense to them but I'm sure like yeah there's some stuff that uh, was worked out. Uh, uh, uh definitely ahead of time but uh I, for the most part i'm um, if, if you're a prominent band doing stuff like west coast happens like you know sooner or later uh so uh even though i don't get to see those bands like regularly like even like a band like koyo they were just here um and that's because uh it was like a destination spot for them so i i think for, for most active bands uh wherever they're from they like to make it to california at some point so it's like i don't really have to panic that much but when it comes to like the like niche regional bands those are the bands that i'm like okay like i have to fly out to see them because like they're too busy or they have other obligations where they can't tour so i either have to catch them at a fest or i have to go to their area and see them there
1: yeah i think like in my mind right now like the idea of it's probably not intimidating but it feels like it is because i'm just like California man that's that's really far away that's really far away you know and we don't have a van. whenever any of my bands tour we usually rent a van Mm -hmm. so it's just like in my mind I'm like oh my gosh so many things would have to happen to get us there but I would love to get out there and I'm I'm sure we will one of my bands has to play California at some point it has to happen
0: yeah i i feel like we have some good odds right one in three has to maybe oh, yeah. yeah one in three <laughs> ho- one of yeah hopefully all of them but at least one one of the three i i would greatly um appreciate that if, if they could make their way out here because i because i know i'm not the only fan of uh, uh you know your bands i know there's people out here who uh like steadfast contention and the arrival note so I, i'm sure uh yeah. you know as time goes, the more active you guys are and the more music you put out, it'll become, I I feel like it'll it'll be um, more accessible, right?
1: Yeah. I I certainly hope so, man. I, uh, you know, I want to bring it to as many people as possible, you know, spread the word of that, you know,
0: hundred percent. And last thing, um, is is for you being uh, you know a, a Florida hardcore? I I always I, I say kid, but we're not kids anymore. That's just like <laughs> not uh, anymore. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, how important is the Florida scene to you? And like, you know, especially Tampa, like where you're from.
1: Oh my god, it's so important. <laughs> uh, I could I could go on and on, but I'm I'm not gonna punish. I mean, you know, I lived in Tampa. You know, I lived in Lakeland, which is like an hour away from here. Mm-hmm. I lived there for two years when I was going to school, but that was like when I was like 18. Other than that, I've lived in Tampa like basically the rest, like outside of those two years, my entire life. So I've been, if I was ever going to hardcore shows, they were, you know, in Tampa. And it's, uh, it means a lot to me, man. Like I've seen a lot of awesome bands over the years, like come through here and some come up from here. Like, you know, seeing like 3D Deep's first show, up until like where they are now. Like, it's just like crazy, to, like watch like blistered being a Blistered's like first or second show. And then think like seeing them play Fya and having like crazy reactions. Like it's just so fucking cool to like see bands from your area come up and become like a phenomenon that the whole country's aware of. And you're just like, Oh man, like I love this band. And now everyone else loves this band too. Like, this is just so cool to see. So that's like probably one of my favorite things, like just seeing like Florida bands and like being friends with them, like just like ha- seeing your friends win. Like that's a really cool, that's a really cool thing that I feel like that's like a big part of our scene. I mean, even like the South Florida guys. Like I know most of the South Florida guys. Seeing Sea of Pain get really big and Vision, Eco Strike, like seeing the first Eco Strike show, and now like they were playing to like. The last time i saw them i could not believe how many people were like singing along to them mm-hmm. and it's just you know that's like probably my favorite part just seeing bands come up and then people like just catching on to it and then you know take it taking it off with it it's just that's really awesome and <clears throat> the tampa scene like it, it ebbs and flows like all scenes and i think right now is one of the best times to be a part of Tampa scene like there's a lot of young kids coming. Uh, there's a couple like young straight edge kids and it's just shows are popping off right now for even if the band is kind of doo-doo like the kids just don't care they just want to hear hardcore music like the shows are just popping off right now so it's it's just a real, we got a really good thing going and I've been to a lot of scenes but it's just like as far as like the Tampa scene there really is no place like home in my mind you know and that's just kind of how I feel about it. You know, I love my scene. I love being from Florida, especially from Tampa. And I can't really see myself wanting to move somewhere else at this point. So.
0: Well, Josh, this has been super awesome. And I'm very happy to hear how much you, or excuse me, how much pride you have um, in being from Tampa and, you know, uh, doing things for the Tampa hardcore scene. Uh, it, it was definitely a, a pleasure of mine to finally be able to talk to you because like I said it was awesome to be able to you know have uh, Garrett and Jose on the podcast uh, you know years ago and be able to get to know them uh, so the fact that I'm able to have somebody else from POC on and I'll be able to get to know you and uh, know that you're an awesome guy th- th- this has been a, a real pleasure for me.
1: Dude it's been a pleasure for me thanks for having me on man I really appreciate it.
0: Okay and last thing b- before it goes is there anything else you would like to say?
1: Um. So yeah the arrival note that's gonna be out on Sunday Drive Records January 7th. Go check that out. Go check out the diffuse demo. It's on YouTube. Uh it's on Garrett X Strobles YouTube. Go check it out. Uh there's a new straight edge band out of Tampa. That'll be out soon. Be on the lookout for that. Keep going to shows. If you're in a band, go tour. <laughs> and uh, you know don't don't uh, don't sell out that's
0: it all right well there you have it thank you for everybody for tuning in and we'll be back soon